Greetings, everyone. It's the All You Can Geek Movie Cast, episode 448. Tonight we have Cody Kokmakis. Yo. And Mike Zanidi. What's up? And of course, your host for this evening. Uh, since Jim is not here, Corey Feinstein. No. That's it. <laughs> uh, what? That's two weeks in a row Jim's not able to make it, but um, you know, he's got uh, work stuff field trips and things to the dc area you know with the holiday makes sense i suppose it is uh it was memorial day weekend uh so uh everyone you know well unless you work retail or like a restaurant <laughs> you got the day off so hopefully you all had a a nice nice holiday weekend there extra day um but what we're gonna do is talk about the uh the movies and uh what we've been up to and uh, this box office that happened and uh, certain animated movies that became live action. So we're kind of tying that in. We're, we're going to pick a movie that we would like to see animated become live action and then vice versa. What live action movie we would like to see uh, animated. We'll do that as uh, our topic. At the end. <laughs> if we can think of it. If we can think of it. We kind of was just like um, on the spot Spare here. The moment. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We didn't really get to research at all. We just thought it would be fun since, um, Coming at number one in the box office was the live-action version of Disney's Aladdin, starring Will Smith and a, a bunch of people you've never heard of before. <laughs> wow! Exactly. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> you said it. You know. <laughs> I mean, it's it is what it is. You know, and maybe now you do know these people, unless you watched Power Rangers or something. Like you don't know who well, these people was are. Power Ranger. The yeah, Jasmine was the, Pink Ranger. The, the new Power Rangers. In like the, yeah. the movie you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, the oh, movie. Okay. Right. Yep. So um, that came at number one as a, with a four-day total of $112.7 million. That's yeah, the holiday weekend total. It's real weekend was what, like 87 or something? Yeah, it was, like, it was just under 90. So um, as far as Memorial Day weekends go, that actually is the top five. I think it was number four overall for memorial day weekend so that's not that bad it's definitely um a good good number there and it seems to be doing well domestically or foreign as well not just domestic with uh 233 foreign so yeah it there's there's the draw to it i I think we may hear about that later too so uh coming in at number two was john wick number three (laughs) chapter three and man that um I'm excited because we're getting the fourth one too. They've announced that it's already. So that's number two. And then we may hear more about that later on as well. So Probably. stay tuned. And then number three is Avengers Endgame. Still obviously just ranking it in as far as, you know, domestic and worldwide. Worldwide is what, at 2.6, 2.7 billion? Mm. Oosh. Uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu is number four. And Brightburn, the. Um, the the Superman Gone Wrong <laughs> movie uh, at number five, and if Jim was on, I think Jim actually saw that movie, so yeah. maybe we'll hear about that next week. But um, so that's your top five of the box office. So let's get into what we've been not, uh, up to and watched, uh, and uh, you know what we teased earlier with Aladdin. Mike, you mentioned you saw Aladdin, and I'm yeah. assuming you saw it with your wife. Yeah, it's actually kind of like our. Uh our one-year anniversary this weekend and oh, okay. that was that was part of it um okay, congrats <laughs> uh so so, you did it. <laughs> um, so again i don't remember the first one very well i don't remember details oh, i man. i remember like the overarching I remember everything 
but I think I saw it maybe once in my life. So, but from what I remember, uh, so seeing Aladdin, live action Aladdin, it's like the same movie pretty much. <laughs> um, I don't see any major deviations that I can recall, but I don't recall the details too much. I will say, um, first of all, Will Smith is about 50 50 in this movie. I will say that half of it is human Will Smith, about half of it is blue CGI monstrosity Will Smith. The CGI still is bad on him throughout when he's there pretty much all the time. It's, I don't know why he needs to look like he's on steroids or, or what they did with the yeah. performance capture, but it's just, it's just weird. It's not good. Um, that said, a lot of people are like upset about him in this movie. And I think, uh, I was okay with them. I just think, uh, he did it differently enough from Robin Williams that it's it's his own, like, you know, it's a Will Smith. It's a fresh Prince genie. Like it's a different Mm -hmm. thing. Now it's definitely Will Smith being Will Smith. And if you don't like that or you get sick of that, like maybe you won't like it. I, uh, I watched fresh Prince back in the day. I've, fine with it he's also a relic of the 90s it's just like aladdin is to me so it's all it all sort of fits for me but um so then he was he was okay he was entertaining it was weird because all of the songs and a few new ones are in it i think and he is actually singing not rapping in some of them oh well, i'd be surprised i'm surprised i thought he was gonna interpret them a little bit more modernize them a little and well he, do the he, rap. he did for like something like never had a friend like me is like 99 percent rap and then, like, when you hit the high note at the end, he just sings that. That's it. Mm. <laughs> but, no, he actually sings Arabian Nights, which is weird. Well, uh, I mean, Robin Williams does that. In, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he actually sung it. But uh, it was weird hearing him sing it because, like, we're not used to Will Smith's singing voice. It wasn't <clears throat> what, you'd, what you'd expect, I would say, <laughs> from him singing. Yeah. But it was it was all right it was kind of funny it was you know the same story visually other than this the uh, awful cgi for the genie it was it was pretty visually interesting um no real surprises it was you know the same story it's pretty good okay. i would say uh, not great <laughs> i um the thing like the, we, we saw the clip we kind of talked about that clip with uh um prince ali and the thing i mm-hmm. i think is missing is just the the fun, like little details that Robin Williams brought to the character of Genie, like when he would switch into like the kid, you know, because in that song he's like he becomes a kid and he becomes an old man and he becomes well, like a woman. Again, it's, like, it's Robin Williams' thing. He like does little impressions, right? And I think that's, that's what's that's not missing what Will a little Smith bit. Is, though. That's not what he's gonna do or try to do. Sure, so. sure. No, and I that's the fine. Magic, I, mean, I mean, that's I, the magic. <laughs> but like. <laughs> and I understand you want to kind of you know, separate yourself from you know the Will the, the Robin Williams one, just um, kind of respect it. But at the same time, like that's the one I know, and that's what I cherish as far as this movie goes. So it's kind of hard to you know separate for me to separate that from what I'm seeing. And I, I do want to give this a fair shake and say like, hey, you know, I'm glad this exists, kind of thing. But at the same no, time, I don't then, need it either. But Will Will Smith is. Smith's presence has felt pretty big in it too, because like mm-hmm. aside from the fact that like you get sort of rappier versions of these songs, um, the the genie has this different sort of personal swagger to him that comes with Will Smith maybe. And there's actually a if the biggest new thing is kind of like a he has a little subplot that's extra that wasn't in the original uh, 
story. So, okay. I mean, again, it, it your mileage with this movie will depend on how much you <laughs> like Will Smith. Pretty much, it, it is a Will Smith movie, even though there's pretty big sections where he's not doing anything. But mm. you know, that's just how the story goes. Um, so that was the main big thing I watched. I also watched uh, another episode in the middle of season two of Legion. Cause I know the third one is like happening soon. I want to catch up. And I had one of those instances where I recommended Legion to a friend thought he liked it. And he's like, Oh cool. And he watched the whole series past <laughs> me before I watched like two episodes. Cause I just, I just don't binge shows like that. And I also rewatched the room cause it's just oh, okay. hard. <laughs> I showed it to someone else new. That's just a movie. It's funny because it's not a good movie, but, and there's like, I wouldn't call it my favorite movie, but I can rewatch it more than movies I like. It's Jim's watchability factor. It's just, it's just. (laughs) Oh, the watchability factor. Yeah, it's, 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 that's why I think that's a stupid factor. Personally. (laughs) (laughs) This is the definition of watchability factor. It's watchability, but I mean, this movie is objectively terrible. (laughs) That's fine. yeah, that's the whole point of the watchability factor. You're not, you're not basing the <laughs> quality of the filmmaking. You're basing all like, do I want to watch it and entertain? <laughs> yeah. But no, I. It's just a movie that like it's fun to introduce other people to it and see their reactions. And that's right. that was the situation. And uh, cool. it's it's still funny <laughs> to me. Uh, that was it. So yeah, three yeah. things for me. I mean, I guess that's the kind of like with the whole like Game of Thrones. If you're a book reader, you're like I just want to see people react to what like they're seeing and stuff. Um, you know, early on, obviously not the later stuff. All right, uh, Tony, what, how about you? I saw I know. three. Yes, yes. Yeah. Man, that opening sequence though with the knives, oh, I love that. That, that was actually sequence. one of my favorite sequences in the yes. entire movie. Um, and then just the axe at the end. I'm not saying like this is like yeah. the whole yeah. theater was like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. Like, you could definitely tell like they had a much bigger budget for this movie, oh, um, yeah. which is mostly good. Um, but it was just like, oh, <laughs> like shit. Like a lot of stuff is going on here. Uh, but yeah, it was it was really good. I like like it. It literally starts off like moments after the second one ends. Too, so yeah. like, there's very little plot building. It's just kind of like from the get go. It's just like go 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 action action action. It's like okay. So like after like 20 minutes of action, it's like all right. Well, here's what the plan is, I guess, for this movie and stuff like that. And it's just like this journey and uh, quest to to stay alive. Um, definitely there's more on the the world building uh, which you know i had said previously I, I really wish they expanded upon which is cool but it's like at the same time like they answer questions but introduce more ones i'm like well wait what yeah. is that no for every what question they answer they're like yeah. give you two more questions yeah. like wait what's this and what's that yeah and there were some some confusing parts where i'm like wait what was the point of that i guess or like right. what was and there's the... like new characters they introduce in this that you're like so what is who are they and like why are they important and like, why do people respect that? It's like, so we get a lot of those types of things where now it's like, well, I guess we got to find out in John Wick 4. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it's really cool. Um, very enjoyable. I'm glad that, uh, you know, it's obviously doing really well in the box office. Uh, and looking forward to the fourth one. So, yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of the first two, I mean, there's no question about it. You have to see this. Yeah. Uh, I will say it, it did get a little bit gorier, I want to say. I, I mean, maybe I'm just not remembering the first two mm. like there were there was one scene with a knife where i was just like i, I like, kind of cringe i was like oh like ah like and an eye yeah 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 yeah. Okay. yeah i was like oh no like no 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 um and then was it just the one guy from the raid or is it multiple oh it was, it was the two of them at the end both of those guys were in the raid movie 
like that were fighting him at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The two guys with the knives, and they were like joking yeah. with each other. So obviously, yeah. the one dude's like the small, like boss. Yeah, the mad dog from the, the other, raid. Yeah, mad dog. Who's the other dude? He was just another like guy in the raid. Okay, it wasn't like one of the main characters or anything. Yeah, he wasn't like a star, but he was like kind of like a sub boss type of guy. Gotcha. But... Oh, okay, because I was like, I don't think that looks like him and stuff. But it wasn't. Guy. Yeah, it wasn't the main main like the hero. Yeah. It was. He was. He was a villain. In the... Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, but I mean, it was really enjoyable. All the choreography was <clears> awesome. The the gunfighting was awesome. Uh, Halle Berry's sequence was a riot like that was crazy um it was just a fun scene to watch because like how the hell did they pull this off like in terms of like stun said yeah it was like non just non-stop yeah it's like for like 20 minutes you're just like ah yeah it's like it's like kind of like overload like at the point like, yep. like are they gonna run out of dudes to shoot soon like i don't know i don't know um but yeah definitely really good and then uh what else um uh i watched uh one punch man season two no <laughs> Not a fan? No, no. Uh, it's interesting. It's animation, um, I think. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that, and I, I could definitely tell the difference, but it's not, like, detracting enough for me where I'm just like, okay. I can watch this. But um, I like the premise for the storyline this year. I, I think it's kind of cool and intriguing. It's a different route from uh, maybe i have to catch up i didn't i was like oh i don't like yeah <laughs> so yeah i think you'll get used to it but yeah that's all i've been up to you didn't see attack on titan the latest episode. no that's that's the thing i'm probably gonna catch up did uh, you see like on um what was it, imdb or whatever i think it was imdb it was like it had like a 10 rating like forever and then people started trolling with ones oh that's yeah so like they're saying it was like the best episode of the series ever it was like an amazing episode the manga right yeah um and you got to the basement yeah 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 because that's, that's what this episode is oh shit yeah anyway um uh, what i've been up to was uh, i actually caught up on my hero academia because uh, i was kind of letting that buffer for a while talking about anime here mm-hmm. and yeah it's one of those it's like it's a really enjoyable anime you just like have a lot of fun and it's easy to root for these characters wait wait is it New season? No, you know we're talking about season no. three. Season right? three, yeah. Okay. Season three. I, I, once they went to the dorms, like after. Yeah, yeah. there's like a nice lull. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like oh, I'll just let this buffer for a while, and I kind of forgot about it, and then I went back and started watching again. So um, yeah, that's good. And the other thing I watched was just some random like um, police procedural because it had um, Maggie from The Walking Dead, Lauren Cohen, in it. And this is like the next thing she did after leaving Walking Dead. And it's a show about her being a spy and then this other guy being a spy. And they basically have totally opposite views on how to do it. So one, he's like, guy's compassionate and like says, you got to use your feelings and like, and all this. And she's like all cart, hold cart, hold cold, hard killer style. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of the clash of those two. And just, um, it was, it was pretty interesting. I thought it was like a good concept, but it doesn't really go anywhere. And, um, I found out that they actually canceled it after the season, so there is no season two, unfortunately. But um, yeah, so I watched a couple episodes of that and just just uh, kill some time. And that's what I've been watching. Hmm, okay. So uh, let's get into the news because there's been a couple things that were pretty interesting. Uh, so to start off with, I, I feel like because we got we got to kind of have to start off with this first i think um and that's the sonic movie getting delayed until next year to, uh, february 14th 2020 it's not really that big of a delay honestly i thought it'd be more not, not too big of a delay but like we all knew that they 
we're going back to drawing board with Sonic. And mm. they had, they, I mean, they had to go back. It's like, he was just did not look right. If you're, if you're a I Sonic mean, fan. I don't know if they had to. I feel like the movie is going to be kind of shitty regardless, but. I, I can understand that point of view at the same time. Like, it's coming out. Like, might as well make him look like Sonic and not like a rat. Well, they like, could have done that the first time, too. Yeah, so, no, <laughs> clearly, there's something wrong with their judgment. So, I don't know what this movie is going to be anyway. Yeah. But, um, so when was it originally coming out? Do you know, Mike? I think it was like fall right before that, like, or November. So, it's like a three, four month delay only. I thought it was a little bit longer, but in, in any case, it's it's coming next year. So uh, that's game moved, and I think that's smart. I mean, I definitely think they needed to do that. Yeah, um, I mean, you're getting into like the meme territory where it's just it's so toxic. Like, you, there's no coming back from yeah. it if you don't. Exactly, and like the social, like the memes were more <laughs> getting in Andromeda. Yeah. Uh, so then next up, we have the Vanity Fair ran a story on Star Wars, the uh, Rise of Skywalker, and showed a bunch of different images and and stuff uh, regarding that and and showed a, all the different, uh, not all the different, but a bunch of locations and returning characters and some characters from the original trilogy as well. Would you Did you guys get to see that at all? Not really. <laughs> I didn't look for it. I mean, I knew it was there. I saw some of the pictures. And stuff. I mean, I just know, you know, I mean, we've seen some images of Lando, and I just know it's yeah. funny that they, they decided that he needs to wear the exact same thing or else we won't recognize him. <laughs> so from, from Solo. It's not like he wore that in the other movies, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think that, um, like, for me, the hype is not as, like, I know Jim, if he was here, he'd be, like, gushing over this and, talking about it because he's he's really hyped for this but for me the hype is just not there yet i i don't know i just don't want to be let down again i guess and uh and no matter what like people (laughs) later on say yo last jedi is this great masterpiece and it was underappreciated when it came out and all like i that's fine but in that moment i was not i was not there i was not ready for this and i did not enjoy myself so you know hopefully Um, one day i can look back and be like wow i can't believe i hated this movie but you know, with this one, hopefully that because you know, movies can like sequels can make movies looking back either better or worse. Sometimes. Do you do you think in this this last movie that Benicio del Toro's character comes back to do anything of import? No, no, I don't. Who cares about him? Like I don't know who. Like well, why then, does he matter? Then, you know, then like, like a third of that movie was a waste of time. Yeah, and then same thing with um Brienne, like. She was pointless, you know. Like, oh, we're gonna get more for what was her name? Phasma, Ph- Phasma, right? Like, we're gonna get more of her in this next movie. But she was just like, you gotta come waste. back to and become important in this movie. Uh, I think I she's a she's. I think she'll be back because she's like the, the body the, the like third time. Yeah. Um, moving on, we do have some really interesting news um, that I am pretty excited for. You know, talking about anime before and. Taika Waititi is his name? Taika Waititi? He, mm-hmm. The director of Thor Ragnarok is going to be uh, releasing or directing Akira in uh, 2021. It's coming out. Yeah. This is like one of those anime that was a landmark for the type of thing that it was back when it came out. And, um, you know, one of the first, not first, but like a well known, you know, Japanese anime to come to America, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty big back in the day. And the icon, like the like, um, 
just the Neo Tokyo concept was really cool, and mm-hmm. obviously uh, the futuristic, uh, futuristic aspect of it was neat. And then you know, obviously the story and plot was pretty interesting. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Not only that, I mean, it was pretty. Um... What's the correct word? Uh, you know, it, it inspired a lot of other you know things like um, mm-hmm. like Matrix. You know, you could definitely see there's a lot right. of like homage to you know uh, the setting in Neo Tokyo. I mean, Neo, you know, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, the iconography and everything. Yeah, it's yeah, like that's good. It's pretty crazy. So, but um, I mean, as far as T- Taika doing it, I think that's a great fit actually. Because yeah, I think I, I his visual hoping, style. I think, yeah, exactly. His visual style. I mean, just. Like you could tell, even just if we're looking at the Marvel stuff, like the cinematography and the visuals of Thor one and two to Ragnarok, it's like huge jump. Where it's just like, yeah. I mean, Ragnarok. Actually, you know, I don't think people talk about it as much, but Ragnarok had some beautiful like visuals, like um, the scene where uh, like it's the, all the Valkyries going against Hela and like a slow mm-hmm. motion. It kind of looks like almost like a painting, like reliving a painting sequence or yeah. something like that. Or when Thor is um, unlocks his powers and he's about to do like the whole. Um, uh, crashing into the bad guys at, on the on the bridge at the end of the movie like there's some really cool cinematography there so i think he has a flair for it and so i think that would lend itself well to um just the scenes that happen in akira no absolutely i agree uh that's why i was most excited for this news is that you know we're getting this because there was this this has been rumored for a while and you know we're getting it finally and i think that this director could potentially do a a pretty good take on it so um Moving on, we Mike just added something to our news. What is going on here with Harrison Ford, Mike? Uh, I know. Here's the thing about Harrison Ford: you never know if he's serious when he says things. But <laughs> people were asking him about, uh, you know, Indiana Jones is going to be another movie, obviously, and uh, they think that that'll probably be it. You know, he's in his mid seventies and he doesn't necessarily have anything else planned and he's just, and so they're talking about who's going to be the next indiana jones he's like nobody when i'm done that's it no one you don't get it like that's it indiana jones leaves with me and uh so i don't know if it's true or not or you know or even if that's his call <laughs> i don't but, i think that's disney's call <laughs> but is this disney who has them they bought lucas arts or lucas film I guess that we should just assume Disney ownership on everything at this point. Yeah. But, um, but no, I, I think it's kind of funny, I, and I kind of agree. I mean, like we already have, you know, ripoffs of Indiana Jones. It was kind of a ripoff of a trope, anyway. <laughs> but you know, we already have the Nathan Drakes. We have that movie is still going to probably happen with Tom Holland eventually. We already got Laura Croft and all the Tomb Raiders. Like you can have that type of thing. You don't need to call it Indiana Jones anymore, anyway. So. Mm-hmm. I would get an Uncharted movie at some point. So. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, uh, with uh, Tom Holland. Yeah. So, no, you don't need to call it Indiana Jones. You'd have the same type of thing. And if the if he doesn't want anyone else to be him, that's fine with me. Uh, I think that would be. Yeah. No, I I, I I don't think he has the power to um to say that. I think that's Disney's call. They want to bring it back. And, you know, who knows? In twenty years, well, we may have another Indiana Jones, and I don't see Harrison Ford ever prizing the role in twenty years. So. Who knows? He'll be like 95 and be like, I'm in it. <laughs> yep. Uh, and one last thing I just want to mention real quick was um, Just Cause, the video game, like it's getting a movie <laughs> adaption. 
and uh, the John Wick writer is going to be involved in that. So okay. people are excited because it's John Wick writer, but like the writer really has nothing to do with like the fact yeah. that the stunts and like the action was so good, and not 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 to say nothing to do, but like they can say. But usually when you write, you're writing, and then you say, oh, and there's an action scene here, and then it moves on. Like, you don't describe scene for scene what's going to happen. Like, kind of leave that up to the stunt guys and the choreographer and director. So, ah, but that's that. Oh, actually, there's one more thing I just noticed. Um, Star Wars The Old Republic is getting a movie adaption as well. Uh, I don't know if it's – I think it's probably more based on the MMO maybe, not necessarily the Knights of the Old Republic, but – We'll see. Um, you know, more Star Wars. You know you're getting it. Obviously, you got D&D doing something. John Favreau's doing the Mandalorian. So uh, we're getting Star Wars up to Wazoo still. Of course. All right. And that brings us into our topic of the night, which is, I don't know if you guys got to think of anything yet, but um, if you had an anime movie, get remade into a live-action movie, and or if you could get a what movie that was live-action, turned into an animated film. I actually thought of two. So I'll, I'll go first and give you guys a couple more minutes to think about it. And um, my first one I was thinking to see live action would be the Black Cauldron, Disney's Black Cauldron movie. Okay. I think that could cool. be interesting. I like that. Yeah, I like that one. Because it could be kind of creepy a little bit, uh, dark. Uh, you could kind of make it a PG movie instead of a G if you really wanted to. Um, Make, I'd probably be PG anyway, but maybe even push it to PG-13, because I think that movie back then probably should have been PG-13 uh, in today's standards. So I think that would be interesting to see, just visually, and uh, the story behind it would be neat. And fantasy is always hot right now with uh, Game of Thrones. you got to fill that void. And mm-hmm. then um, the movie I would like to see turn into an animated movie would be The Fifth Element. I think visually oh, you could do some beautiful. crazy shit with that. And... Um, make it look really cool because obviously with animation you can just go off the wall with stuff and you know with into the spider-verse we got so many cool innovative animated techniques there i could see the fifth element being like a a great influence to make something crazy so those are my two all right um mike you want to go if you have something i can only think of one thing and i would like a live action version of Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Oh. Just take that story, make yeah, it live action. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I could talk about a couple. I mean, like, it, it honestly kills me, you know, as, as much as I've given shit for the DCEU over the years. <laughs> like, I, I wish they would just adapt, like, the the animated series. Like, yeah. they have the groundwork. You know, they could do X amount of Batman movies, they could do X amount of Superman movies lead up to this to the justice league and just the unlimited stuff and there's so much potential there and it just and you can even do batman beyond too it's like it kills me that like they have like even before marvel tried to do the connected movie verse they had this in their animated series which was yeah. so good and like just paid off for like longtime viewers but like still managed to like get new viewers it, like it, it it truly upsets me that um you know the source material is so good because like i don't even really care about the dc characters but like those series made me love those characters because yeah. like just the way they were represented and um you know like it's just wholesome and i stuff. mean they made yeah they made character characters that you could like identify with and get behind and really root for and uh you know have genuine feelings about how they're you know doing in their lives and stuff it's like even young justice i was just thinking i was just thinking about that show not like it's an emotional roller coaster as well as some of these characters mm-hmm. so oh, and yeah. just the growth like there's a lot of growth with them as well 
and not just. So yeah, you know, I would say too. Yeah, you start with Mask of the Phantasm, do the whole like <laughs> Timverse. You can yeah draw from all of that, make yeah. a live action version. Yep, and then one thing that I think going from like movie to like like live action to anime, um, it's, they, they kind of already did it, but it wasn't you know these the actual thing. But um, I'd love to see like an animated Matrix, like the first mm. one, like like I know they did Animatrix stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it kind of in the universe, not that yeah, yeah. movie. Right, yeah. I, I think if like the because like don't get me wrong, like the first one still holds up like really well, I think. But you know, I just think with what has progressed since the first matrix came out like both in just a cinematography mm-hmm. choreography uh animation like cgi animation, yeah. all that stuff like all that stuff you can make it like just another level not to say it would be better or worse but it'd be a new experience yeah yeah the same thing with like you know spider verse it's like I, I go to that now just because that's like a pinnacle for me for as far as like innovative animation and what you can't do in live action and just to be able to like put something you know we've seen live action spider-man movies and now you know you've seen a, a, a animated spider-man movie and so it's like there's so much you can do with the animation that you can't do with live action so yeah i'd be really interested to see that <laughs> like a remake of the matrix in uh, animation instead okay. cool um well if you guys have any ideas or anything else that you would be interested in like a live action remake or a animated remake of a live action film let us know and email us at podcast at all you can geek.net like us on twitter or follow us on twitter like us on facebook and subscribe to us on youtube we should be getting the youtube out uh even now without jim we've kind of figured this out a little bit so check us out on youtube and uh, make sure you stick around or not necessarily stick around but make sure you listen to the game cast as well we're going to be uh getting into pre pre e3 stuff i'm sure because that's well, coming yeah, up soon. there's lots of stuff leaked anyway yeah. so <laughs> uh, lots to talk about in the game the video game world so we'll see you there right yep.